Do I look fat? Hey guys, it's your girl, Steffi Kiss. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. This is my second time recording with this week's guest. She is a budding bride-to-be who I'd love to host a moonlight dance party with and our witchy friend, Hasmeem. Hey, boo. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. We are in Leo season, you know. Yes, ma'am. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm feeling all the Leo vibes right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so as you guys know, I'm in New York. Hasmeen, where are you currently? I am in Hyattsville, Maryland. I'm like two seconds away from DC. So I just tell people DC. Right, right. How is it over there? Girl, it's been storming like really? every day. Yeah, it's like these weird summer storms. They'd be like super hot and humid during mm-hmm. the day, and then thunder, lightning, crazy rain. It's, yeah, it's been a little bit weird, but it's also cool because it kind of helps with the wind down for the rest of the day. It's like you get this nice rain, it cools down a little bit. Definitely, you get to, get to chill, chill in the crib. Mm-hmm. Anything to note coming up with you? Girl, I am getting murdered. I am getting married. I've only been engaged for a couple of months. I'm getting married on my birthday, which is next Tuesday. I don't know if this will be out by then. but It will. So this comes out this week. Okay. Your girl is getting married. <laughs> How exciting. So you're having a whole Corona wedding, all of that. So I wanted to do a little icebreaker, even though we have recorded before, I still like to do, you know, little icebreaker things. So I thought this would be fun. I actually listened to my homegirls. She has a podcast. It's called Double Dose of Raw Talk. Last yes, week. She- I love her. That is okay. my girl. We okay. Talk all the time. There yeah. you go. So da- Miss D, you know, Ms. Daisy, yes. right? Yes. Um, so she had this episode last week with Big Sis, another friend of ours, right? Uh-huh. And they were like guessing songs, but they had to sing them. So I'm not going to sing because I have a terrible <laughs> voice. Okay. okay. Um, but I'm going to say the lyrics of the song and I'm going to give you three chances. So I'll say a lyric, give you a chance to guess. If you need another lyric, then I'll give you another one. Okay. okay. So these are popular wedding songs. Okay. Like All first right. dance kind of things. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So the first one, the first line is, I found a thrill to press my cheek to, a thrill I've never known. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Line number two. You smiled, you smiled, oh, and then the spell was cast. (laughs) I'm terrible at this, clearly. (laughs) All right, this one you might get it, okay? Pay attention. And here we are in heaven for you, our mind at last. Is it at last? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So I wish y'all could see because I was looking at her like, at last. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, gotta be at last. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. At Last by Etta James, okay? She was so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Her voice was amazing. God Mm -hmm. bless her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, This one is a little bit harder, okay? 
well, maybe not. It was hard for me when I was doing it, but okay. Okay. The first line is, I feel like this is the beginning, though I've loved you for a million years. Okay. Okay. Uh And if I thought our love was ending, I'd find myself drowning in my own tears. Mm, I think I need the last line. Okay. You are the sunshine of my life. That's why I'll always be around. Is this Stevie Wonder? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of felt like it on the first line, but I'm like, I don't it's know. It's because I'm not singing them. It's so much harder when you read them because you don't think about the lyrics. Like, you're just singing along with it. Right. Like, I don't get the melody. I need the melody. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yes, that is my guy, Stevie Wonder. I actually have that on vinyl. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love listening to him. Yeah. La Sharia Moore is like my favorite Stevie Wonder song. I love that song. I think mine is probably Ribbon in the Sky. Okay. That's beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. <laughs> okay. This one's a little bit easier. Okay. Um, I tested this out on one of my friends, and she got this right away. So, yo, the pressure is on, girl, okay? All right. All right. All right. The first line is, love your curves and all your edges, all your perfect imperfections. Um, love your curves and all your edges. <laughs> oh, shit. Who sings that? I feel like it's... um. Damn. You got the melody. You're thinking of the right song. Mm-mm. All of me. That's, um, shit. The, the guy. <laughs> Find the Kanye West. John Legend. John Legend. Yeah. Good Him. job. Good job. Good job. I told you that one was an easy one. Yeah, that was a little bit easier. Okay. So this one, I don't know if this is really a wedding song, but um, I have a funny story about this song. Me and my sister, right? We were talking about her sweet 16. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking of songs to dance with our mom because we don't really like talk to our dad like that. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about songs to dance with my mom with, right? And we named this song and we started singing it in a McDonald's on Dykeman. <laughs> so if anybody knows Dykeman Street in Manhattan, okay? We were in the McDonald's on Dykeman and we started crying okay like bawling just me and her it was so funny like thinking back at it but it was just ridiculous okay (laughs) it was because of this song so the first line is you gave me wings and made me fly you touched my hands i could touch the sky Mm. is this i believe i can fly no No, 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 it's not. (laughs) Okay. I don't know then. Okay. All right. All right. The next line. You stood by me and I stood tall. I had your love. I had it all. Mm. I don't know, girl. I'm terrible at this. (laughs) I'm I'm going to give you the last one. This one is hard because I don't know if it's an actual wedding song. Okay. Okay. So. Maybe I don't know that much, but I know this much is true. I was blessed because I was loved by you. Oh, I know what this is, but I'm going to say something stupid, and I'm, I bet you this isn't going to be who it is. Is this a Drew Hill song? No. <laughs> okay. No, girl. It's so old. It? All right. It's Celine Dion. Because you loved me, you gave me wings, you made me fly. 
I touch my hand. Ah, says you. Don't come for me. Yes. <laughs> that that shit. That's the song me and my okay. sister sang in McDonald's and we started bawling. Aw. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> All right. So that was fun and funny. You guys got me actually to sing. So whatever. <laughs> cool. Uh, so the next segment is Eat Your Heart Out. So we are going to talk about using the bride diet to lose weight for a wedding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now you had a very quick engagement and a very quick wedding planning. Right. So it's not like you had months or years to like diet and exercise or anything like that. So I, I, I think it's safe to say you were pretty realistic with what your body goals were going to be for your wedding. Yes, but I will say that I have been working out a lot more. Mm-hmm. I went to, do they have a Five Below store in New York? Yeah, we do. They have the best little, like, fitness section. I don't know they if do. y'all have been over there, but I'm like, damn, resistance. Except for, like, hours, it says Five Below and 10. What? Yeah, they added 10 to mine. Oh, they don't have 10 in mine. They don't have 10 Welcome in Welcome to New York. <laughs> Leave it to New York, right, to inflate <laughs> prices. Girl. But yeah, girl, I have a whole little setup now because mm-hmm. of five below. And I've been, I feel like I've lost like a few pounds. Yeah. I mean, past, like, so months. that's completely doable. You had like, let's say three months, right? Right. You can lose a good amount of weight, but it's not going like, you're not going to lose weight and tone up and do this and do that. Right. No. So realistically, like you need time to do all of that. Right. When it comes yes. to just, you know, physically or whatever. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I found this diet on verywellfit.com and it says the bride plan is specifically designed to help you slim down and stay healthy during an exciting but stressful time in your life. To follow the bride diet plan, you should avoid processed food, limit or eliminate foods with added sugar, skip the sweetened or artificially sweetened beverages, Give up refined and starchy carbohydrates. Drink plenty of water. Restrict or eliminate alcohol. So this is pretty straightforward. Like, yeah. It's basically watch your calories. um, Don't eat too many carbs and don't intake sugar. That sounds sounds extra stressful on top of like wedding planning though. (laughs) That does sound like a lot. Um... I've definitely been more of a portion control as opposed to like, like eliminating things. Elimination diets are just, they don't work for me long-term. Uh-uh. Like keto. I could, and I don't even eat meat, right? I'm Mm -hmm. pescatarian. So keto would be the worst type of diet for me because there's like literally nothing I could eat but cheese. And then green vegetables. Right. And that's literally it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> I tried keto. Keto was very, um, efficient. I lost a lot of weight on keto, uh-huh. but once I stopped, I, I never wanted to do it again. Like I was over everything that I was eating. You know what it is to eat the same, like three meals, almost every, it was just, it was, it was, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. They're getting really creative with the recipes and stuff now, but it just seems like a lot. I don't, I don't feel like, um, I don't know if I'm there. Yeah, it it takes a lot of discipline and then you can't drink either. So it's like I can't do anything while I'm on keto, like absolutely nothing. Girl, my friend was on keto and she brought me some. uh, It was like zero calorie or low calorie 
um, sparkling water, spiked mm-hmm. sparkling water. Oh, like those um, Trulies or... Yeah, those things are so nasty. Like, that would make me not even want to drink. If I, I don't drink, drink that. that. Uh, one of my friends, she loves those. Like, really? She loves them, drinks them all the time. And she's like, hey, girl, I'm bringing some Trulies. And I'm like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I love <laughs> I just sparkling water. Like, I have a soda stream. That's how mm-hmm. much I love sparkling water. But that shit... It's like, disgusting. What is this? It's so disgusting. It's so nasty. I mean, I guess you have to have the palate for it, and I don't because it's gross. Um, so tips for the bride diet are basically to keep keep it simple. I'm assuming when they mean keep it simple, it's basically eat the same shit every day, basically just to know what you're talking about, what you're intaking and track all of that. They want you to be mindful of your calories, boost physical activity, which is always a plus. Schedule a prep day, which is a great tip because who has time to cook every fucking day when you're on a diet? I don't. Right. Um, and then it says live a little, which I actually... I appreciate it because dieting can be, like you said, planning a wedding is stressful, but then dieting is stressful as well. So imagine you're out. I mean, I don't know what it's, I've never planned a wedding, but you know, I saw the wedding planner. So like you're mm-hmm. out tasting cakes and shit. Like how can you taste cakes if you're on such a restrictive diet or you have all of these engagement parties and rehearsal yeah. dinners and, you know, meeting the families and all like all, I mean, again, I'm basing this all on movies because I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> Girl, I the way we plan in our little Corona wedding, I don't either. I haven't tasted not one cake. I have not tasted one cake. But yeah, and then you're also like so in love, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so, so you're just like up under each other. You want to eat good food, mm-hmm. you know, drink. You're having a lot of sex, so you're going to be hungry. You know what right. I'm saying? You might yeah. want a cupcake or something. So, <laughs> you, you know, right. For at least for me, when I'm like super duper in love, like we my me and my man are doing good. I guess that's where the relationship weight comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Relationship weight is a motherfucker. Because yeah, you're going on dates, you're doing this, you're doing that. Yeah. You're not really, you know, you're always laid up, so you're not getting up to like work out and right. it's just it's It's a beautiful time, but it's stressful. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. The benefits they said of this diet were to become more radiant, have less stress, and then you gain overall health benefits. This diet was really, they're basically telling you to just be mindful of what you put in your mouth. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's not really, and I think that's why they're saying like it's not supposed to be stressful. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to eliminate the stress, but then also say like, you know, if you have time, if you do all of this, you can potentially lose weight depending on how your lifestyle was before you started this diet. Because if you did this on a regular basis, you're not going to lose weight for continuing to do this. Like you would just need something a little bit more drastic. Yeah. Like a trainer or something. Right. Um, I liked this plan only because I feel like that's something I can kind of try to incorporate now. Um, I'm not really trying to diet. I'm trying mm-hmm. to just have a more healthy lifestyle. So I feel like these tips do kind of give you a little bit of a leeway to that. Not to say I'm never going to have sugar or drink because that's not going to happen, but right. just all the other stuff, just trying to be more mindful of what I put into my body on a day-to-day basis as opposed to what is, you know, um, I used to listen to this podcast and she's not even on anymore. She used to say like 
all the time foods and sometime foods. Mm. So it's like, what's sometime foods? And it can be like pizza, burgers, blah, blah, blah. But I know all the time foods are like my whole, you know, my whole grains, my leafy vegetables Mm -hmm. and all that jazz. So I'm trying, girl. You know, it's a struggle. It's good. I mean, the thing is, is that you're trying, right? Because when <laughs> yeah. you just say fuck it and you're just doing what you want to do, that's when the Been shit there. hits the fan, right? You know, <laughs> that's when you're like, okay, bitch, you look in the mirror and like, I can't do this anymore. But at right. least you're cognizant of it and you're mm-hmm. making, you know, that's how you make better choices. You're like, do I want the pistachios or do I want these Doritos? Let me just right. go ahead and get these pistachios. Uh, sometimes I just be like, I'm just not going to eat anything because do I want the pistachios? <laughs> not really. um okay so in preparation for your upcoming wedding have you changed your diet in any way I know you said you worked out yeah I've been working out um I've been trying to drink only water Mm -hmm. I'm like I love sparkling water like I said before and I love like the like the really fancy like Pellegrino drinks and stuff like that and kombucha but I've been trying to drink more water and I also Mm -hmm. bought an air fryer I love my air fryer. I love my air fryer. And my my fiance husband, he is just like, you're so extra. Why are you putting everything, everything. in the air fryer? Every, everything <laughs> goes in the air fryer now. Every single, I don't use my stove. I literally, I want, okay. So my mom has an air fryer. It's like double. So you can have something in a basket. Ooh. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Something in a basket on the bottom. Uh-huh. And then it has a tray where you can put your meat on the top. What what brand is hers? I don't know. I have to find out because, girl. Damn. I got I'm just like, I, I thought that. I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. might be because, you know, uh, air fryer is basically like a, conven- a convection oven. Right. So it might be more like a convection oven okay. than an air fryer, but I'm all for that. Ew. Same yeah. idea. I've been, I feel like I've been popping stuff in the air fryer and it kind of eliminates like all the saturated, you know, oils mm-hmm. and stuff that you would use to cook on the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've learned the power of cauliflower. <laughs> you can literally turn cauliflower into anything, girl. I've been eating cauliflower tacos, cauliflower rice, cauliflower you know, cauliflower tacos. They're so good. And I'm okay. a Cali girl, so you know I'm serious about right. my tacos. Yeah. I don't play about my tacos. I like all my neighbors growing up were Mexican. Is the so. cauliflower the tortilla? No, or- it's so the cauliflower is like the the meat on the inside. Got it. Okay, okay, that yeah. makes more sense. I thought you were making a cauliflower like tortilla, and I'm like, that's um, interesting. No, Ooh. I'm sure they have them though. I would, would not be surprised. Be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. They so, like little stuff everything. like that, you know, just trying not to drink as much. Um, I also dehydrate a lot of foods, mm. so I'm constantly eat. I, I I feel like I may be addicted to dehydrated apples. I don't know Stop. what it is about it, but they're really? so good. Yeah, and like pineapples and tomatoes. So I just dehydrate a bunch of produce and I snack on it all day. Do they get like gummy? Kind of is that the texture Mm-mm. of it? The apples are kind of actually kind of like crisp bananas. I do bananas and they're like a little bit hard and gummy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just have been dehydrating literally anything that I can throw in my dehydrator and putting in a cute little Mason bars and just have them sitting on my, um, on my counter in my kitchen uh-huh. for like snacks. 
for like snacks. Yeah. So I've been eating more fruits and vegetables and less processed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of had to find a way, like a creative way to do it because I'm like very rebellious and I hate diets. <laughs> <laughs> so just like cutting back on stuff, like little by little. Right. Um, and finding like alternatives. Right. Right. Exactly. So are you, you're cooking more from home now then I would assume. I am cooking. I don't know when's the last time I ate fast food. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even remember. Maybe like some French fries or something. But yeah, I'm cooking a lot, a lot more. Okay. Yeah, I mean that helps too with any with any diet. If you're ever trying to lose weight, I feel like one of the one things I would say is just start cooking. Yeah. Start cooking your own food. Start cooking your own food. Yeah. And that'll help like mm-hmm. tremendously. Um, okay. So how was the dress shopping experience? Girl, (laughs) it was so crazy. So I'm not wearing a dress. Okay. What are you wearing? Ooh, sneak peek. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a romper and it's like fully embellished in sequins. And it has like these like, um, like kind of like large like arms like it looks it <gasps> almost looks like a snow angel oh my goodness okay okay and the back is out has like this really really low cut in the back and it kind of just snaps at the top right and some clear shoes okay you and are going to look fire I cannot wait you. to see these pictures like I <laughs> know you're gonna kill it thank you so it wasn't even that hard it was just like I there was a stress that I really wanted for like the big wedding. Cause we were already planning the big wedding before we were right. like, fuck it. Let's just do this small and then have like a big party or whatever later mm-hmm. on, which we are going to do. I'm like, people say that and they don't do it. We're going to do it. Right. You're planning it literally right now. Literally. Um, so it was this long white sequence dress that I wanted to wear so bad. Mm-hmm. And I had been looking at it for years and it was only like 300 and something dollars. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna just buy it. Right. And then, like, when I actually decided to buy it, like, a couple of months ago, they didn't have my size. Oh, no. I know. It's okay. It's okay. This is better. Because sometimes when things happen, they happen for a reason, right? Absolutely. So if you would have bought that dress, then you would have had it. And then you wouldn't have put any thought into what you could wear this time. You know, like, what you could actually wear when it's actually happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's exciting. It was. It came off of ASOS. I bought the wrong size. And that's how I know I was losing weight, girl, because I bought a 14. Mm -hmm. And you were like, when it came, I was like drowning in it. I was like, okay, do I need to go back to 12? (laughs) Feeling that is the only time I'm not mad about things not fitting. Because if it's like too big, then I'm like, okay, but I really thought this was my size. (laughs) Right, exactly. And so when I sent it back to get the 12, it had gone on sale. Get out. So I got like $87 back. Oh, wow. Like, See? Okay, this is See? meant to be. Uh, and I love meant to, like, all of that, I would have just been like, take my money now because you're supposed to, like, honestly. Right. Yeah. Girl, but the lingerie that I've bought. Ooh, tell me about the lingerie. Okay. Honey, I'm sorry, we're going off topic. No, but I'm so excited to talk about this because. No, please, because I really want to get into, like, buying lingerie. I'm so, I'm always in, like, gray sweatpants shorts in the crib like I just I need to grow up so continue so there on Etsy there was this like black owned um lingerie line I gotta figure out the names I'll send you the names so you can Mm -hmm. post them um and there's this also this one that I was just like up looking at last night 
and I just ended up buying something. But I've been, you know, looking to support like smaller businesses and stuff. But girl, when I got the outfits that I had ordered from the other place and put them on, I was feeling like a bad bitch. And I was like, oh, I'm about to give him all of this sexy. And I bought some little (laughs) stripper shoes. I already have like regular stripper shoes, Mm -hmm. but I bought some like little black ones with uh, feathers on them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I heard you. Okay, wait. So how are the feathers? Like, are they by the ankle? Are they by like the toe? Like, where are these feathers? They're by the toe. So if you think of like those old school little kitten heels that had the feather on the toe, that's kind of what they're like, but just like strippers stripper version <laughs> right right okay that is gonna be so cute girl i'm about to give him all of this white you about to be like beyonce in the dance for me video like <laughs> i really am <laughs> i really am you're gonna have a whole choreography ready mm-hmm. that is hilarious um so this is a pretty you said it was like a small wedding right nothing grandiose or whatever because i mean it is corona time yeah so have you felt any bridezilla tendencies or has anyone told you that you've been a little bridezilla-esque no girl because I've literally like my best friend has been helping me you know like I've been sending her stuff for her opinion right but I'm literally doing everything by myself okay okay so I I think me and her argued over like a shoe one time and then that was it (laughs) because the plans and everything changed so drastically Mm -hmm, right had mm -hmm. I gone to an actual bridal shop and tried on a dress and was picking out flowers and right you know all that kind of stuff that I may have been a little bit bridezilla-ish like Mm -hmm. I don't want that you guys aren't listening to me pay attention or if I had like a bunch of bridezillas right if I had a bunch of bridesmaids I had to like get an order and give instruction to maybe but right it's just been me girl I've literally just been putting stuff together by myself that's exciting, though. It, I love to have a project. Yeah, it's been a project for sure. But that's exciting. And I know all of the pictures are going to be great. Um, so I wanted to get into our next segment. And it is hard on my sleeve. And I kind of wanted to talk about like when the stars align. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like even the way you and I decided to like record this episode, it was just so everything flowed so well, like we were in contact about something completely different and then right. the conversation just flowed right. and it was like, Oh, I want to talk about this. And you're like, well, actually I'm getting married. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, girl. That's amazing. So I love that. I love listening to the universe, accepting signs. Um, and lately I just feel like I have been seeing sign after sign after sign. Um, and I've been going along with it. I've been riding that wave. And I've been very happy, um, extremely content. So I know some people are waiting for my announcement and we're going to get into that. But I wanted to ask, do you see your marriage as becoming like a big life change? Um, not really. Okay. Because we've been together for so long mm-hmm. and we've lived together for so long. We're basically married. So right. it doesn't seem like this big, huge thing yeah. for me. Like I knew we were going to get engaged, you mm-hmm. know? Right. I, I, and that's why I wanted to ask you if you considered it a big life change. Because I remember when I was with my son's father, we lived together for years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were basically, you know, we had our baby. We were living together. We were basically like, we were living like we were married, even though we never were married. So right. I always felt like getting married wouldn't feel like a big change, because mm-hmm. it's just like, it's what we've been doing. It's how we've been living life, right? Yeah. 
Um, so I feel like my big life change is finally coming. I have decided to leave my full-time job. Mm. I am going to be a essentially a stay-at-home mom for my son. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I have a son with autism and um, I actually wanted to touch on that a little bit because I heard recently there's this um, page I follow on Instagram. It's called One Blue Heart at a Time. And the founder, her name is also Stephanie, which is funny. Mm. Um, she was talking about her son and she's like, words mean things, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, I need to stop saying my son is autistic and I have to start saying my son has autism because mm. autism does not make my child. It does not. And I've actually been um, watching Love on the Spectrum. Have you seen that on Netflix? Oh my God, no, I am avoiding it. Why? Because, girl, did you watch Atypical on Netflix? I didn't. Okay. So Atypical is literally about a, li- a boy who has autism, right? Uh-huh. And like his whole family dynamic, school and all of that. I literally cried the, her- the whole first season. Like I can't, I can't take it. So when I saw Love on the Spectrum, I was like, Mm-mm, nope, not, not yet, because I know it's going to put me through it. Girl, when I tell you, it put me through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, so what I really wanted to do with my life, actually, all through high school, was to be a special needs teacher. And I okay. wanted to teach kids, like, with autism and, like, different learning disabilities and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, gave, I was that kid who, like, gave up my lunch in right. high school. Like, I would go eat lunch with them. I would go on all their outings. Mm-hmm. I would, like, teach them. I would, like, be with them on the weekends. Yeah. Their parents would invite me. You know, it was, like, right. a thing. Yeah. So when I saw that show, I literally laid on my couch, watched Aww. the entire season, like, the whole thing. Right. All the episodes they had, I watched all of them mm-hmm. and cried. Like, I had I had box of tissue cry. Oh, my goodness. See, that's why so I haven't beautiful. watched it because I know. I already know. I'm a whole water baby. Like, it would be a problem. So I've, I've been avoiding it. But everyone has been telling me to watch it. Like, everyone I speak to, they're like, have you seen Love on the Spectrum? You I'm like, no. <laughs> I can't watch it. Um, so essentially, I decided to stay home because I don't feel comfortable sending him back to school with, mm-hmm. you know, COVID or whatever. Um, you know, he has autism. So his... He doesn't know how to socially distance. Right. Like, I can't sit here and talk to him and say, you know, you have to stay six feet away. You have to not touch. Don't, you know, it's just better for me and my peace of mind for me to keep him home and teach him that way. Absolutely. You know, and then also I've been fight. I've been fighting with this. I want to say for like three years, I have been fighting with myself whether I should stay home from like from school or um, from work and stay home with him. I had given myself. I had talked myself into a plan that I was going to wait until he started high school okay. to stay home. So I was giving myself, he's going into sixth grade. So I was giving myself three more years, mm-hmm. right? You know, maybe save up money. Always, always the same, you know, things that you're worried about. I have to save up money. I need this. I need that, whatever. Right. This whole thing with, you know, Corona and COVID and, you know, schools not knowing what they're doing. I just feel like it pushed me in the right direction. Um, things with, there are other things that actually, um, how can I say this? They supported my, my decision as far as like work was concerned, as far as mm-hmm. like finances were concerned. Everything just seemed to be aligning in the way that it should be. Oh God, that's perfect. 
And it was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't reject it, you know? Right. So like, I'm re- I've never not worked. I have worked since Ethan was nine months old and have not stopped. So throughout his diagnosis, throughout getting early intervention, throughout, and I'm getting like teary eyed just thinking about it because yeah. like, it's a lot and I went through a lot. So I'm excited and I'm nervous, but I just feel like now I'm about to fuck this podcast shit up. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, I I am so happy for you. And I remember when we spoke before, you were telling me how like irritated you were about Mm -hmm. having to get up and get on the train and how far away your job was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you deserve this. It's your time to kind of just sit with yourself and figure it out. What is what do I want? Right. You know, and what Mm -hmm. do I want for my son? Mm -hmm. And like really allow God to speak to you. Exactly. Without all that extra noise and just trusting and knowing that everything is going to fall into place. Everything's going to be okay. And that you won't fall because you don't have this, this job, right. Mm -hmm. That your knee, all your needs are still going to be met. Mm -hmm. And that takes courage because people, people will not. And it takes, it takes courage. And it also takes a level of strength that a lot of people don't have. It's so scary. It's so scary. But at this point, I feel like the the excitement of the unknown is kind of keeping me on a like a high. And Mm -hmm. I'm really just trying to ride that because if I'm a planner. Right. So like I have a plan in my head of how I want things to go. And I know if like one thing messes up in that whole like domino effect that is my life, like I'm just going to be like and want to fuck it and just look for a job and I can't do this shit no more. So I'm really just trying to like stay positive and everything has been going amazing. And I feel like it's because I've been like speaking it into existence. Like this is going to work. Yeah. This is going to happen. You know, I'm going to get this. That's what I'm saying. Words mean things like words they do really truly mean things. So I'm just trying to call that good positiveness over this way you know congratulations boo congratulations on choosing yourself honey yes (laughs) i love it i love to see it i love to hear it (laughs) it's amazing it's amazing um so that was my announcement guys i do have another announcement in about two weeks so this will drop on the 14th on september 1st i have another announcement that will be coming out so oh i can't wait to stay tuned for that stay tuned stay tuned so we are going to get into our last segment which is are you dead ass so hasmeen i wanted to ask you do you have anything you want to rant about anything you're just like bruh why how like why is this even happening that you just wanted to let off your chest real quick Girl, <laughs> oh my God, there are so many things. Um, there are so many things. I, there have been some life changing things that have happened to me since I've gotten engaged. Mm-hmm. And there have been some people in my life that I thought would be there forever right. who completely switched up on me. Mm. as I'm starting to evolve in this area of my life. And Mm -hmm. it's been really, really difficult. And it's been really hard because I'm like, well, damn, I'm about to get married. You know, I'm about to be a whole wife. Like, why aren't you happy? Right. You should be happy for me, me. Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like I think it it makes people feel like there's a, a level of access to you that they'll no longer have. 
mm-hmm. or like, you know, someone's taking you away from them. And, and some people aren't able to um, detach from that, detach from right. the narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those are just friends that you can't grow with. Yes, I, and, I, I can yeah. definitely see that. Um, I went through something similar like okay. that with a with actually my son's godmother um and we no longer speak and it's not like we don't hate each other it's not like she's blocked on my ins- like it's nothing like that but we just don't talk anymore mm-hmm. and i had went do you know who the hood healer is on instagram yeah. okay yeah. so i had a reading with her when she was in new york oh, uh, nice. about 2 years ago right and it was around the time when i was having the issues with this friend mm-hmm. and she said to me you are leveling up she said, you're not vibrating in that space anymore. So it's not to say I'm leveling up on her. I'm just leveling up on like my vibrations. Right. Right. So I'm leveling up. I'm not, I'm no longer vibrating in her space anymore. So that's why we're clashing. It's not that there's anything wrong. It's not that we hate each other. It's nothing like that. It's just right now we're not in sync. And you know, she was like, at any point you can vibrate back down or she can come up and meet you. But right now it's not working. And I was just like, that makes sense. Like you don't have to, just because you've been friends with somebody for so long and even if you have like a slight falling out and you don't talk it doesn't mean that that's forever I feel like because when you when you know someone for that long you know like Mm -hmm. it's just people how many times have you fought with a sibling or a cousin or whatever like it's always it'll come back you know yeah it's it's not it's definitely not forever but you know just in those moments figuring out okay what is it that I need to do for myself to stay in this mm-hmm. posture of happiness and this posture of peace. Like I right. may just need to remove myself. So getting engaged, having a baby, like major life changes will open your eyes to mm-hmm. how people react when there's mm-hmm. something else going on with someone who they're attached to. So right. girl, that's what I've been going on. <laughs> that's that's my rant. That's what I've been going through. And it's annoying, but it'd be like that sometimes. Well, yeah. on the Topic of annoying people. So my rant today is basically about how envy is really just a disgusting quality, right? Mm -hmm. And I just want to put this out there. I'm not saying envious as in somebody wants to exactly be me, but people can be envious of characteristics you have, right? Yeah. So people can be envious of relationships that you have with other people and not even to say romantic relationships. They can be envious of, you know, friendly relationships that you have with other people. Um, They can be envious of just the fact that they think you're more intelligent than they are or that you speak more intelligently than they do or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. And envy is obviously everybody has some sort of envy. You know, it's one of the seven deadly sins. We all experience it at some point in some way or fashion. But once it literally dictates how you treat people that's a problem um I basically I've been I've been going through it you know I basically left my job and certain people in my office were just not happy at all um I don't even I don't want to say too much on here just because Mm -hmm. you know this is pretty open or whatever but Mm -hmm. Envy is a bitch and karma is a bitch. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the, all the tea we needed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Girl. Don't be a hating ass bitch, basically. 
essentially like do better (laughs) i'm really going to need you to do better but you know it is what it is i'm just happy that and that's another sign for me right so it's like this happened and then these people who yeah okay we weren't best of friends but i didn't think they would act like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. acted this way so it's like it just solidified my decision that i don't belong here like this is too toxic and i'm glad i'm getting out while i can because clearly there's like these feelings being held towards me that i don't need to be around or to have like that energy by me or anything like that you know so that was my um sorry it was like a short rant i really just can't get into it but i don't know maybe i'll tell the story one day and I'll Patreons, give- <laughs> y'all get the real tea. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. Yeah. Um, okay, so this was fun. This I was really fun. like this episode. Thank Where can you. my friends find you? Um, so I am one half now of the Are We Growing Yet podcast. You can find us on Instagram. We also have a website that's coming up that we're really Ooh. excited about. Um, hopefully able to put some merch and stuff out into the universe very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Instagram, we're on we're at Are We Growing Yet podcast underscore. I always have to remember that because always <laughs> but that's where you can find us. We're on all the platforms and yeah, thank you so much for having me, boo. Of this course. I was actually on your podcast. Um, yes. Episode six, I feel like. One of those, but it's titled Fat, Sh- Fat Shamers Ain't Shit. Fat Shamers Ain't Shit. That so was the episode. <laughs> on that episode, we had an amazing time. That was a great conversation. Um, follow me on Instagram, Fine and Thick Pod. Uh, just like how it sounds, and my personal page, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Uh, Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz, and I'll see you next week. Smooches! (laughs) Yay!